0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Jim Henson's Labyrinth.
1: You, no
2: trouble. Me, Spring being.
1: You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a bear. No. Yes! Sir. Oh, yes! I was wondering. Good break first Your spirit All your money You get nothing You lose Good day sir The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. What do you mean biblical? What do you mean this Old Testament? Yes, Yes. Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria.
2: Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> We're your host, I am Brian Elkins with me here tonight cinematographer, sound guru Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? You doing wonderful. We also have with us Mike Griggs, cinematographer and sound guru
3: as well. What's up? What's up?
2: Hey, hey, buddy. And we have costume designer Christian Jones
3: and sound designer as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a lot of sounds
3: going on here. Uh.
4: Hi! Hello! Hello!
2: <laughs> and here we are talking Labyrinth. Uh, who picked this film? Who's who? Who do I need Who's to? Who's
3: responsible uh... <laughs> for this?
0: <laughs> it may be me.
4: I was, I was going to say it might have been me because I was just kind of like thinking of you know random '80s kids weird movies.
3: Well, this checks all those boxes.
4: Right? Yeah.
0: When you think fantasy, you think right. Labyrinth. Labyrinth.
4: <laughs> Possibly.
0: <laughs> Labyrinth. Pick, or print, pick your pronunciation, <laughs> damn it.
4: <laughs> it's
0: going to be a weird night, Brian, because, you know, uh. you can't take anything for granted. Okay. Can we, can we talk about how this movie
2: needs a spinoff with that little fucking worm? All right, I would totally watch that. Like,
4: come in and meet the missus. I liked the worm. I was really sad that she didn't go in for tea or whatever it was how, that it how offered.
3: Would you, I would totally watch that movie. Yeah, yes. like what what would have happened? Like that that was the moment where it's, it's he would like, have ripped right, her to pieces go and drug her through the full hole. on Alice in Wonderland. Drink yes. the tea, and then you can be inside the wormhole. You don't know that though.
0: <laughs> this place is super dark. Uh, but it's uh, a it's a wormhole though. Man, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's what we're gonna be saying this entire podcast, man.
2: I just don't know, but you know what I do I know. Don't. I don't know, man. These guys really like some glitter all over their sets. Oh my god, Bro, it's at least it's three different wrong.
3: times. I was like, how did did they have enough glitter to make this? Like, how many hobby lobbies did they? I mean, knock the, over
0: the set design is really amazing, and, and because you've already brought up the worm scene, uh, there's a shot because in, in that scene is, is where she figures out how you know. You can walk through walls and shit, and uh, <laughs> or, 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 or there there are passages that you can't see, and, and the worm kind of you know helps her. So she turns the corner and goes, and then it cuts to this wide shot. It's the first time we've like kind of seen into the depth of like the uh, the labyrinth,
3: and uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's never not going to be fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways, it's really neat. Did anybody else notice David Bowie's face on the wall, embedded into the wall, that early end of the movie? Uh, no first time I've early. seen this movie no. like 12 times And I've never seen this before <laughs> I've but anyways, never a, seen The one it. later
4: Yeah I saw there was like one his face And it was in a rock Like later in the movie And I saw that I, I didn't notice that the first time I,
0: did, I didn't see the rock one So that's cool yeah. I, there, there's, there's hidden shit in this movie that I mean I've seen this movie so many times And I've never seen I've that Wait never the rock one that.
3: where like they, have, they start with the camera angle It's like on his face And yeah. as they dolly sideways It becomes just like rocks That lined up perfectly that, sure. yeah, that's oh
2: <laughs> yeah it's like right when uh like what's his name hoggle and the goblin king are meeting
3: it's like when he gives him the peach yeah goblin king is like leaning on his face I, i've seen this movie
4: like twice destroyed. so i i don't know I don't, this is the first <laughs> time that i've like seen it and i watched it again because it was weird so <laughs> <laughs> needed to pick up on more detail
3: this is uh this is my second viewing as well although it's oh, wow. kind of more like my first and a half viewing Um, because this is one of the maybe three movies in my entire life that I've ever fallen asleep while watching. Same. Yes. No. Like, literally fell asleep This the first time I watched this. I can't believe I'm going to be the fangirl. I can't believe I'm going to be the fangirl the whole time. Oh, oh my God. Like, I want you to fangirl so you can convince me how how great (laughs) this movie is because the set design is outstanding. The costuming and the character design is just out of this fucking world. But the, it's, it's just, it's a series of events. There's no plot. There's no structure. Like, I, I don't give a shit about anything that's happening. And it's just so, like, okay, cool. So now she's somewhere else.
4: I think the characters are really compelling. Like, yeah, I don't really care that she's trying to rescue her baby, brother, whatever, however they're related. Um,
3: <laughs> but, Stepmother, like, little something, where, the
4: thing oh, that on. she's in charge of, I don't know. She's trying to find it. And that's fine I don't care but I like all of her little sidekicks all of the little people that she encounters it is very much like Alice in Wonderland where nothing is really happening but everything is just kind of crazy and bizarre and every time something new is like every time she turns around there's like a new character that's way more interesting than the story or her and and so I feel like that and they're funny they're all really funny I yeah. love listening to all of the little people in this world talk and talk to each other and everything I, that's what really kind of drove me I, the main character and David Bowie are like super boring and i don't care about them (laughs) what's
0: what's wrong with stumbling through some cool shit you know like especially you know with with all the cool puppetry and all the the craziness and there's because it doesn't fit together man
2: like it's fucking tone right
0: okay like yeah when you have like funny muppets
2: like that muppet battle is like it it's it's what you think of jim henson right like yeah it's Mm -hmm. kermit the frog it's miss piggy it fits in that well a wheelhouse and then when you have this weird coming of age like uh David Bowie's like maybe trying to
3: I don't know <laughs> get with this chick and have some underage is he like a father uh, figure is he like an attracted to her like old enough to be his daughter what the hell It's like
0: who the fuck is this movie for <laughs> yeah. It's for everybody man
3: Really
1: I don't Well
4: know. <laughs> I so the first time I saw it I remember that like people were talking about how it was like mildly inappropriate and i the first time I watched it, I did not really pick up on any of the sexual undertones at all, because maybe I don't think David Bowie's like that like that's not attractive. I don't know. I'm sorry, apparently a lot of people find this attractive. I don't mean to shame anybody like do what you want, <laughs> but like there's Whatever nothing
3: works, sorry, yeah. like
4: right right like go for it, um but like he's just this weird thing, and like <laughs> following her around and tormenting her. And and she's like, no, I want my Toby back, my little stepbrother back, and like, so I don't really see how there's like a love story here. <laughs> but apparently, it's the the whole point of the movie, according to Jim Henson, is that it's like the 16 year old or seven, however old she is, 17, her sexual awakening, and that David Bowie represents, you know, her fantasies. And I was like, wait a minute, what sexual
3: awakening? <laughs> I mean, okay. In in the early part of the movie, when they're doing the the pan across the room, trying to introduce all these characters, which was really interesting, right? Because each character's got a little tiny figurine or a stuffed animal or something that sort of like becomes them later in the fantasy or whatever. Right. There's like a, a very brief shot of, of like a newspaper and like her a picture of her mom and then a picture of a guy that looks exactly like David Bowie, like on her her little vanity nightstand thing there. So like there's some. Unspoken implication that maybe her mom is with this dude that looks like David Bowie. So to transition from like a half of a shot that's like two seconds long, where you see this one picture to it's a sexual awakening with a forty-year-old guy when you're sixteen. <laughs> well, hold that, up, no, no, no come on. I,
2: I don't know, man. They kind of throw the dialogue in your fucking face, like at the, at the that's beginning. That's what I'm saying. You know? like, it's just the mom's. Yeah, even no, like that- but you, well, I'd prefer you go out and date guys, you know. And it's supposed to go out <laughs> in the park and I don't know what the hell she was doing, reenacting the end of a book. Is that what she was doing? She was yeah. an action, okay. imagination, bro. Yeah. She was
0: she was role playing.
4: I I just thought she was like a very like, you know, very into like theater, like one of those theater kids, you know. She's larping. Yeah, yeah, it was it's fine it was
0: by herself. She's being a child,
2: <laughs> not a woman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Whatever. Children
3: play, act, women date. What the fuck? It was just I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I guess it, it, you know. I, I guess it aims for it aimed at kids, so you need the dialogue you know, that's very in your face. Right.
4: Hold on, I do think I do think that there are a lot of parents who force their kids to grow up early, and that's especially if you know she's sixteen or seventeen and dressing in like Renaissance clothes in the park. And you know, holding her stuffed animal and talking to it, I can see why parents might be concerned about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's just playing now, man. They got <laughs> names for that. They got whole conventions for it. What's wrong with the
3: Renaissance fair?
4: Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm not here to shame anybody and anything. I'm just saying I can see how. <laughs> some I'm going to show parent, you guys my
1: awesome archery are- <laughs> skills. <laughs>
4: I, I felt like the dialogue. Okay, the the mo- the step dialogue was a little heavy handed, but I feel like it's very um, standard.
0: Yeah, that whole first scene is a little melodramatic. Like well, the, she the, you was know. a little melodramatic. A little, bit, a little bit.
4: She was, I was like, "Girl, you need to bit. calm, take it down a few <laughs> notches." Like, Stop this is- <laughs> <up>. <laughs> not that oh. that's bad. Like, we don't need to be this dramatic.
0: <laughs> Real pretty movie, guys. Real pretty movie. It is a pretty movie, man. It looks
3: great. The use of the sets is just just phenomenal. Like when when she's doing that first run through like the straight set and they just cut from her running from one side of the set to the other side of the set and then they cut again and she runs from the same side of the set to the other side <laughs> of the set, but like they've moved a few like tree branches around. It yeah. sells, man. Like it, it totally absolutely does. sells.
0: But even the simple sets like her room, it looks so good. Everything's great. And then they, yeah. they use the sets very well. Like there's a, They're like how the little creepy goblins show up, like the first time when Jareth shows up, but, but all the little goblins show up first, and they're like peeking around corners and are coming you up from right each pillow in the background and, 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 and they dip around. All the oh, timing man, on that so stuff is really good. It's yeah. so, I don't know. That's why this movie's cool, is because there's so many cool little things. It, it, it makes it worth watching to get past all the boring shit.
3: <laughs> I don't know. See, that, that was my struggle is, is I start to notice like the cool technical things because I'm just not hooked in the story.
0: Yeah, why was
2: Hoggle wearing a a puppet fucking face? Why was that not just like uh, Warwick Davis, uh, like from fucking Willow, uh, in makeup? Everything has to be a puppet in Jim Henson's world, bro. <sighs> Does it? I mean, David Bowie's not a mu- fucking muppet. I mean, come on,
0: we can make some except exceptions for, here, except for that. You know, yeah.
2: I don't know. I didn't. I didn't understand. I like. I understood all the goblins, right? Because you know they kind of had like big noses or like really exaggerated foreheads, or they just looked goofy. I understand why you want to make Muppet versions of them, but Huckle just some of his expressions freaked me the fuck out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he apparently left his mouth open every time, like in between lines, just so the actor could see out of his mouth (laughs) in between him talking.
0: I like how it opens with him peeing. It kind of sets it up real quick that uh, this isn't like uh, this isn't going to be a Muppet movie,
3: right? No, for sure. That was a that was a pretty solid character introduction.
0: And also, do you think that this is where we got uh, um, Hogwarts? Because uh, she calls him Hogwarts.
3: I totally felt that for sure. It was, like, was like,
0: oh, Harry Potter.
4: <laughs> when were those well, Harry and the Potter owl books? Too. Ready? Oh
0: the fuck yeah, the owl, the yeah. The owl. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No well, the
4: owl's supposed to be Jareth, apparently.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. That's that's his. That's his, uh, his oh, familiar. Yeah, I didn't get not. that.
2: <laughs>
3: I did not get
0: You guys that didn't at see all. the shadow
2: transformation? Yeah, where from the that, shadow yeah. transforms. And then,
0: even no. at the end of the movie, he's sitting outside the, the window watching while everybody's partying, and then he flies off into the moon.
4: Yeah, there can so, be like two different okay. people watching her. Like, I kind of, I feel like <laughs> owls, I don't know. I feel like owls are protective, not like creepy goblin kings. And so
1: yeah.
4: I didn't.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and plus,
4: it's really tied in with Harry Potter, too. And like, aren't they good in Harry Potter? Too? I actually have only seen it once. Are, are the, the owls are good in Harry Potter, too. Yeah, they're, they're,
0: they're, 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 the, they're the post office. They, they, that's right. how you get ready yeah.
4: for <laughs> <So> see <laughs>
0: <laughs> The owl post they are.
4: So see, like that's what I associate <laughs> owls with being like protective or like delivering yeah, messages. Yes, save the owls.
0: Save the and so...
3: <laughs> There it is, bringing it around. That's what I was, was waiting, waiting for. More owl floating machines. <laughs> sure. well, well done.
0: Uh, and e- even their entrance exams or, or their final exams are called owls. O W L S.
1: Ordinary wizard levels.
3: But for serious, the character design is just so astounding that it kind of made me sad a little bit that it the characters were all so good but there was just not a whole lot for them to do except for walk around and get confused that felt like the entire movie like okay let's go to another place and see some more crazy interesting characters for literally no other point than that it's an interesting character like the whole thing where she's falling down like the 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 hole or whatever, and it's all the hands that are.
0: I love holding that. her. That it's cool. just yeah.
3: astoundingly cool. The number of ways that they made like faces out of it's literally so hands cool and
0: creepy, and it's like she chills down,
3: and they all oh <laughs> holy shit. Into the and it's and it. like three or four different performers doing all their hands together. Like it's just so astoundingly good. Yeah, but, like that creative. to me is is the epitome of the movie. Like it's it's almost pointless. What do you want to do? do yeah, ex- What do you
0: what do you fucking expect, dude? He's giving you fucking magic, bro. It's the '80s, bro. <laughs> like like, are you seeing what they're fucking doing?
4: Practically, yeah. This is all practical stuff. Like I it's think you're insanity. expecting way too much because and it's for kids.
3: I'm just no no no. I'm I'm not expecting better production value. I'm just I'm just saying that like there wasn't enough like. Connective tissue for the story for me to care about anything that's happening.
0: What do you mean she's she's on her she's she's on the Yellow Brick Road trying to try, trying to get to the Emerald City. Uh, you know she's yeah, but the difference is Wizard of Oz is yeah is fucking fun and it's entertaining. And this movie yeah. is dull
3: and fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's it know, feels, it's, it's, it's lifeless. Man. I, I just, like there was just I'm waiting with for the Wizard of Oz. They spent ten minutes setting up that why you should care about Dorothy. So that when she goes on the crazy adventure, that there's a reason for you to care about her getting at home. In this, they said, this she's a like spoiled little brat. <laughs> Yes, I have to watch she's, my brother. She's like, fuck. She's like an hour and a half later, whatever, to babysit her baby brother that her parents put to bed for her,
0: and she talks shit to him while he's crying, and it's it's like yeah. a little long, like you know, it's like it's starting to get a little, it's a little like you know, she's like shut the fuck up, I'm going to tell you a story, <laughs> I'll give you a reason to cry. And then she's like, all right, damn, okay. This is going to turn into one of those lifetime movies. movies.
4: I have to say, considering how much she doesn't care, which is why I don't think it's her brother. It has to be like a stepbrother, right? Like, <laughs> No, it's her brother, Toby. Or like
3: a half-brother. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a half-brother. Yeah. Half-brother, yeah. Yeah. half-brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, well, red, anyway, red the, the point is... the red mom. Okay, I get the it.
4: Point yeah. is, the point is... She doesn't like him, all right? She's yelling at him. She's like, I wish, like, I." she says it so many times. Like, I wish we would just leave. Like, I, I hate you so much. And then, like, the David Bowie shows up and is like, here, like, let me give you this thing. And then she's like, you know what? I should save my brother. And I'm like, hold on. I don't really understand how we just went from one to the other. Because, and that was the other thing, too, is David Bowie shows up. And she's like, oh, cool. We're doing this. Like, I read a lot of, like, vampire <laughs> yeah. novels. But, like, if a vampire showed up at my door, I would have a lot of questions. You know what I mean? No, She's, she has this line.
0: She has this line. She's like, I appreciate what you're trying to do for me, but I have to save my brother. Like, like, what the fuck was that line? Like, what? Don't you instant. Didn't yeah. your fucking like radar go off that? What the fuck? Crazy fucking dude. It's just a
3: little like, bit contrived. Man. He's, like, he's, if, he's, if she had like, if he had come and just taken him and like she had accidentally gone to the world or something like that. And she had realized that like, oh, I was so selfish that I just cost my brother whatever. And then it kind of flipped. Maybe it would have made a little bit more sense. But this like weird hesitation of like, I'm I'm going to take it, but I probably shouldn't. But like, uh, it was just like, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing.
0: <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. There's there so many WTF
3: moments like, wait, what, what just happened? Man.
4: I mean, the 80s were a different time. Maybe it's not fair yes, that we're judging were. these people.
0: Yes, Man, it's were. amazing, dude. It's really amazing what they did, you know.
4: It is, but it's, it's, it just doesn't have
2: the same level of fun of something like, uh, like the same year, Big Trouble in Little China. Same kind of movie. Little bit, I guess, maybe older for age range, but in terms of violence and stuff. But, man, I, I just, I can get behind that one. I can watch it. I can enjoy it. Even as an adult, I, I didn't care much for this this is even as a kid, man. This one just had too many lol moments. I I will say, Lodo, fucking Lodo is pretty cool. Smell. see the... The Bad. Big red yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's great. The big giant Muppet. And like when he shows like up, I somehow think. Somehow
3: controls rocks.
2: Yeah. I think he brings a lot of life into the movie. Um, Very much so. Yeah. And yeah. so does the little, yeah. wh- wh- who's the,
3: the little dog puppet? Oh, the the little Reaper Cheap dude. Oh, you're
0: talking about Ambrosius?
3: Yeah, Ambrosia's Ambrosius the, is the dog because that's it's Merlin Ambrosius, <laughs> so he calls him Ambrosius. <laughs> he's running the dog around. <laughs> yeah, see, I need more of that with the horse copping sound. Yeah, he was f- he was phenomenal. Like every time yeah. he was on screen, That's I was excellent. like, "All right, this is great." And then when they have like the dog puppet, where he's like talking to him around the corner, and the dog's like shaking his head, like he's it so looks scared. like a real fucking dog, man.
0: Oh well, th- actually, I love that. The first time you see him around the corner, it sticks its head around. It's a puppet. And yeah. a bird, it's like, no, hoo, hoo. and then it pulls his head back and then a real dog comes around the corner. You're just like, yeah. oh, that's so oh, fucking man. cool. Like- there are
3: so <laughs> many of those great moments where they do Texas switches, or like like you see one version of the puppet, and then another version like gets thrown through the air, yeah. and then a third version like comes up and walks in the same shot, and just like, that's some fucking shot design right there. Like you know exactly what you're doing. No doubt. You know how to pull it off. And then when you when they do like cuts to cover the fact that they just threw a character across the room. It's edited really well for the sense that, like, you don't notice that they j- they just cut so they can do something different with the actual puppet.
0: Right. Cutting around
2: the limitations. Oh, man. I laugh so hard when <laughs> fucking David Bowie fucking threw that
0: baby.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, dude. His yeah, his hands go, like, is, awkwardly, yeah. like. It's obviously a puppet when it cuts wide, but it is, its arms are yeah. moving as, yeah. the, as the goblin catches it. I was like, man, that's uh... so
3: fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit. It's a little bit.
0: I said That's actually really uh, – it's kind of cool because all the other Muppets at the end of that song are all bouncing up in the air and then he starts throwing him up. But what I really like about that that whole dance sequence is they, they break the fourth wall and he starts – it becomes like a music video. Like, oh, it's like definitely it, a music video. Yeah, as yeah, soon they, as he
3: starts singing, it's like, oh, it's the music video part. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they're totally addressing the camera the whole time, which is kind of cool. I like it. Yeah, that's, that, that's a fun scene.
4: It was fun, I will say, I think it's super weird how into the kid David Bowie was he, he's into the girl and he's like very interested in apparently being like a dad or something. I don't know i I just have a lot of questions about David Bowie's character in general in this
3: I mean so many of the lyrics in the songs are very sexualized,
4: you Your know eyes, they are so
0: <laughs> cruel.
3: I was like, what is happening here?
4: Can we do it? Can we do we not need to wait till the end here? And can we talk about the soundtrack, the score? Because I hated all of the music in this. Oh, like every single thing. Like even wow. when she was oh, like running same. and it was just like the recorder, whatever they had, like back in the 80s. Like it was just awful. It was
3: that horrible. is a classic synthesizer.
0: I
4: think. Synthesizer, thank you. Oh, yeah, it was
0: totally it was a Casio keyboard.
4: It was so bad. Like, I mean, like the second time I watched it, I just fast forwarded through all the songs because I hate them.
3: <laughs> well, Brian started singing it uh, before we started rolling. And I, I was like, stop. That. Just stop. Can't, I like some of these songs. are so cute. <laughs> <can't do it. laughs> well, yeah.
2: No, I like the ma- uh, magic dance song. It, yeah.
3: Dance, magic, dance.
0: <laughs> no. it's a babe. Babe with the power.
1: Power. I, mean, the baby.
3: I, my baby. I see. I don't know if it's just that I've I've never been able to get into Bowie or like what because I had I have friends you like should, even when I was try. a teenager oh, that were like oh Bowie. this is the best fucking movie and, and I'm just like I, it just doesn't it's not like the vibe isn't it doesn't work for me I don't like the sound we're gonna list, we're gonna lose listeners
0: on this one guys oh man I I, I, lo- I love Bowie. I, I, I do. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah that's no, right. No, redeem I, us, I, Brian, oh, redeem I, us. I got, I got some Bowie though, man.
2: No, no, I, I, n- none of, nothing I'm going to say in this movie is, uh, yeah, n- nothing's going to be directed toward any of the performers. Or, uh, oh, that's right, because,
0: you know, Bowie's an 8 out of 10 in my book, right, Brian? That's right. Yeah, it's just the script in this movie <laughs> is kind of weak.
2: Yes, he's an 8 out of,
0: wait, only an 8? I see, that's right. I'm trying to walk you up. I'm just trying to give you a level <laughs> just to All try right, to okay. keep I'll, people I'll, from getting angry. Oh, I like that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Does anyone else think that this whole movie is really about David Bowie and his balls?
4: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the whole point. Oh, he's like, his, he's,
0: his junk he's, is like right face. He's jiggling his balls around in her face. Every time he's, in on her screen. Screen. he's like, yes. look, I have something for you. And, he, and he's, he shows his magnificent balls and his tricks that he plays with his balls. But then he's always got his balls, his actual balls, like <laughs> hanging out. Like he's, he's wearing a cod piece or something.
4: So I have um, I actually have a quote here from Brian Henson the son of Jim Henson he says the whole movie Foggle. about the aggressive phallus as Jareth represents male sexuality
3: oh wow especially with he was that supposed hair. to be aggressively phallic yes fascinating can we talk about
4: that hair I, I just wanted to give him a haircut like the whole time
3: <laughs> it's not his actual hair that was a weird
4: I know but like okay so he has like this weird mullet thing going on okay yeah. but like <laughs> Part of the thing is like the top part <laughs> is short, <laughs> and he has like this one long piece of hair that's yeah, like on top. Sometimes it's on this side, yeah. sometimes it's like, on that
3: side. Did it's you weird.
4: have a hair person? Was there at least a makeup? Oh, <laughs> was person on purpose. On no, that
0: was on purpose. I guarantee you. No. Yes, because you know how. Do you know how when you look at a Muppet? Sometimes they have these little strands that stick out with a little feather on the end of it or something. It's, he's he's a fucking live action muppet. There's his fucking hair is all crazy and muppet like.
4: I feel like there's a better way to portray that. It just looks like someone didn't do their job, honestly.
2: It was really distracting, especially when they got the wind
0: machine like <laughs>
4: blowing it's right like, in his face it's and like, you, you like that next strand, to it's his like, head, yeah. And then the wind machine stops I and he's
1: like, <laughs> with this awesome
2: like right eyebrow makeup?" <laughs> yeah, what was
3: up with the eyebrows?
0: He's got kind of like a double eyebrow, kind of like a double Vulcan.
3: Oh yeah, like it goes, going it goes on. up, and then it's got like a slit through it, and then yeah. it goes up again. Yeah. It, it made him look more, uh, more, more y more goblin king like. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey, hey, Kristen, what'd you think about all the costumes in this?
4: I hate them. No way! No. That let was me the tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you this. look, look. Uh, okay, so with the amount of money and time and care that went into every single detail of this movie, the costumes could have been so much better. It looked like someone, and this is exactly what happened because I looked it up because I was curious. Uh, <laughs> it looked like someone who didn't know how to do costumes did the costumes. like no like. Way. It was the guy who did the whole thing,
1: um, Brian
4: Froud. Brian he he did the oh, yeah. conceptual yeah. design. And so that's exactly yeah. what it looks like. It looks like someone had a really great idea for the clothes, but didn't know how to pull it off and didn't know, doesn't know anything about fabric, doesn't know anything about color, doesn't know anything about like anything. And so like you have like, <laughs> like uh, really great concepts but like okay like the girl sarah was wearing this billowy white blouse with like an almost identical vest on top of it i didn't realize she was wearing a vest until like halfway through the movie because it blends in like there's no reason for like the main character not to have something that stands out even her like renaissance dress in the first scene it just looked like something that you get like for you know 30 40 bucks at like a costume shop and i maybe that's intentional maybe it's intentional that everyone just did not look that great but like the only (laughs) scenes that uh i thought were like really great were that was the ball gown scene which was like what a two or three minute clip in the movie and another music video i um the, okay, so first of all, I, I do think those were really good. The hair and makeup also worked really, really well in that it seemed like that was like all of their money went to that and But I will also say that in terms of them hitting up hobby lobbies, um, <laughs> you can buy all of that stuff like it 's super cheap, like half of the glitter and sparkles um we're just done with a glue gun like and and like the jewels that they used were super super cheap i mean like there's that whole scene where like uh Ho- Ho- hogel whatever his name is was like oh what is this and she's like oh it's plastic and he's like oh that's so pretty and so cool and like but that's what everyone was wearing like she didn't none of it was expensive or even really looked that expensive and uh in terms of david bowie we'll go back to his pants for a minute um
3: <laughs> how can you miss them Please. how can
4: you miss them but that's the point point. and again maybe this was done on purpose but when you use like really cheap stretch velour it's gonna show every single thing like yeah you know get something if you unless that's the point but like he's the goblin king so like i feel like you should have some kind of money going on and like can afford pants that like Fit better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe that's his thing. I don't, I don't know. But like, even, even his like leather boots were like super, super cheap. Like, they, it's just, it was crazy to me how inexpensively this was done and how cheap it looks on camera compared to the rest of the movie and the rest of the set design and the rest of the characters.
2: I wonder if it's just because David Bowie, like, I wonder if he came in and was like, look, I gotta, I gotta wear this leather and I gotta make sure my, Package is showing X amount. Snug here. <laughs> I'm a fucking rock star, all right?
4: Well, I heard no, that uh, David Bowie was not, like, super happy with his groin being so focused. And they actually went to a smaller cod piece oh, because what? it was supposed really? to be bigger. Yeah.
0: Dude, there's dicks all over this movie. Did you see the fountain in the <laughs> Goblin King's, uh, like, square?
1: Well,
4: I'm just, I'm just, oh, oh, uh, oh.
0: No, I
1: don't So. Really...
4: Um, it, I there were dicks all over this movie. Yes, but yeah. so and so the guy Brian <laughs> Froud, <laughs> uh Again, who did the design? Uh, he says that what? <laughs> he likes the pants. He says he designed them on purpose So, you know, that's like I said, it's very possible. It was all done this cheaply on purpose But he says that his quote is we're not looking at reality. We're looking inside this girl's head Jared has tight pants because he is many many things that a teenage girl related to he is a rock star
0: all right. <laughs> um, I, I guess I get it. In, in, the, in the, the, the city where they have all the battle at the end, you know, with all the cannons and all that, there is a fountain in the center, and, it, and around the fountain are all these little goblin statues, and there are four of them that, that have a spout sticking out right where their dick is, and it's pouring water into the, into the <laughs> fountain. So they're all peeing into the fountain. They're all peeing into the fountain, no. just like Hoggle.
4: I feel like if you're gonna do something (laughs) like creepy teenage girls sexual fantasy that I don't feel like they pulled it off in this David Bowie just seems super creepy and the whole thing is kind of creepy but like not that they necessarily want to see this in a live action film but like I kept thinking of Tina from Bob's Burgers I don't know if you guys have seen this oh yeah and her sexual (laughs) awakening (laughs) throughout the whole series and I feel like if you're going to do that, that's the way to go, not what they did here, because this is uh, just a mess. Just this is a huge mess, I think.
2: Yeah, it just seems like it comes out of nowhere. Kind of, uh, I don't know, it just seems like sexual t- tension just pops up, like halfway through the movie.
4: Okay. Because I don't
2: feel it really in the beginning.
4: No. The only time I really felt sexual tension was towards the end, like in the ballroom scene, and again, when they had that MC Escher scene. Yeah. Which was super cool, but I kind of was wondering if like he like put like a spell on her and she's just kind of entranced by him. Not that she's like into him. I did not get that she was into him at all.
0: Well, she eats that peach and goes into that weird eyes wide shut fever dream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this whole (laughs) movie was a weird fever dream. Let's be honest. No, man. No, when she eats that peach and they all go into all the costumes like she said earlier, and like it was legit. But like, there's no. There's no danger in this movie. Mm-mm. I was realizing in this. Like, like when she's yeah, freaking out point. and all that, and then, like, all these people just kind of surround her. And even, even Jareth doesn't even... Like, you're feeling that, like, he may attack her or something at the moment, because it keeps building up, and all these people are, like... And when she's in that weird dream, and everybody's wearing masks, and they're all going around, and they're, they're, she's, like, separated from the Goblin King, and then she ends up getting really close up to him, and then she just kind of freaks out and runs away. But there's, like... I don't feel any danger from any of the things around. They're all just kind of there.
3: The closest thing to danger was the uh, this, the bog of the stench of eternal... The, the bog of eternal N- stench. Not even then. Like, like, you're is. just going
2: to smell bad, bro. You're not dead. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: I didn't yeah. see
4: what was so bad about that. And Hogel was made like the king like of the bog of eternal stench. And he was yeah. so mad. And I was like, wait, do you get stuff with this? Like, can we explore this more? Like, what, 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 what when you become <laughs> the leader of this, like, what does that entail? Like, I need more details here. And he was just mad because it smells. But like, you're gonna I get used smell to the smell bad. dude like
3: yeah i mean the reaper cheap guy that's been living there forever doesn't even smell it anymore right. like, come on you'll get used yeah. to it It'll Right? will be fine right It'll
4: be fine.
3: and he's known for his nose <laughs> <laughs> all right guys and
2: on that note we're gonna take a break we're gonna play the trailer for labyrinth or
1: laberneth <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> tristar pictures announces the collaboration of three extraordinary talents Jim Henson, creator of the Muppets and Dark Crystal. Ah! Here you go with a head like this. Hmm? George Lucas, creator of the Star Wars saga. Ah! <clears throat> and one of the most innovative forces in modern entertainment, David Bowie. <laughs> Together, they will take you into a dazzling world of fantasy and adventure.
4: There's nothing to be afraid of.
0: A world where
1: anything seems possible, and nothing is what it seems. Everything I've done, I've done for you. I move the stars with no one world of Labyrinth.
2: All right, we're back. That was a trailer for Jim Henson's Labyrinth.
3: Man, that was a really good trailer. I like trailer, great trailer. trailer.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure.
4: Well, I feel like the trailer... Okay, yeah, it was fine, but I feel like the trailer... <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, That's fine. All right, all right. you don't have it's to okay. say it's good before you it. <laughs> it's really okay
4: no but hold on because like the trailer was like made me think that it was like kind of a film for like teenagers and it was gonna be very dark and it was gonna be like very dangerous and maybe a little sexy and like watching it i feel like it's way more of a kids movie because it was kind of a mess and all over the place but ultimately what really stood out for me was all the little characters and like I don't know. I, I feel like if I saw that trailer and then watched that movie, I, I don't know. I...
3: It's kind of the problem with the film, though, I would say. You know? Well, that's, that's, well yeah, yeah I mean... for sure. That's part of why I said it's a good trailer, is because it makes the film look like really, really interesting and dark and deep and like, yeah, a little sexy, maybe.
4: I mean, it that... just doesn't,
3: I don't think it fulfills the trailer.
4: I think that they had a problem with who they wanted the audience to be because a lot of the quotes that I saw were very much geared towards like older teens that they like that was who they were kind of going for but like the movie itself I think is very much could very much be a kids movie it's almost like they put in a bunch of kids stuff to capture the child audience but then you have to tame back the darker elements of the film, which means that the older audience isn't going to be happy with it. And I think maybe, they were trying
0: to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying, I was going to say, I think they were trying to stick to that PG rating.
4: Yeah, but that's why the film's a mess because they couldn't commit to the PG 13, I think.
3: Well this was what 86 86 did they have, did they have yeah. the PG13 yet it had been around for like a
0: year right it had yeah. been? okay yeah cuz i mean the they was simple yeah. in
3: 84 PG13 they, this is a PG13 audience like yeah. the the character is supposed to be 16 17 this is this is literally what the PG13 rating was made for was a movie like this and i i feel like you're right like they they kind of neutered it a little bit to yeah. make it just PG like oh no it's fine you know your kids don't have to be Thirteen, they can be eight. You can right to this, right? I find it weird too that Jim Henson, like, so he did the
2: Dark Crystal, that was his big Muppet feature before this, right? And he got a he got a bunch of feedback that was like, eh, "This is kind of too dark. This is a little not what we're expecting. This is not the Muppet Show, man. What's going yeah. on here?" And then he, I don't know, he he takes the violence out. Uh, in this movie and replaces it with this weird sexual energy and it's, it's I don't know it's, it's, it's the same problem it's yeah. like you still did something it just I don't know it didn't fit right up. I don't know it is
3: It is well, nice looking how much of that was, was his directing and his overall like story concepting with him and George Lucas versus the how many iterations did the script go through like they started with, with the one guy who was actually credited for it apparently he went through like five or six or more script revisions and then came back to the original guy because um jim handed it to him and was like hey they took all the jokes out can you put some of those back in so he's the one that's the sole writer credit that's right mighty pythons terry jones
2: mm-hmm. yeah which i don't know you it the, i you know i can p- kind of feel like the monty python every now and again especially with like some of the goblin back and forth mm-hmm. i yeah i guess i can see it i was gonna say like yeah uh, it's hard to see, but I'm talking myself out of that now that I'm thinking about it,
3: but I don't know like i f- I feel like maybe maybe the the um, the number of writers that put their hands on it might have had something to do with the feeling of of disparity between like it's it just feels like a series of events. it doesn't feel like a coherent like cohesive thing that's happening.
4: I think it works because it's just like an adventure story where she's just going on the yellow brick road and meeting all of these strange people. And so I think it works in that sense. I think what doesn't work are the main characters uh, of David Bowie and Sarah I'm blanking. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Jennifer Connelly. Connelly. I was gonna say Sarah Connelly, and I was like, that's not right. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's
1: technically. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
4: But that's. I think it's the main characters that have the biggest problems. I I I don't have a problem with the general storyline of there not being really a plot, and I don't have a problem with all of the little side characters. They're all great. Even you know we haven't talked about the old like bag lady at the end who tries to trick Sarah into going back into her room and is like here here's your doll and here's She tries your
0: to th- change her into her. Oh
2: man, dude, yeah. that's the best. That
4: was amazing. Set. That yeah. was that Lock was cool. Oh, it
2: looks so
0: cool.
4: Oh,
2: I love that, yeah. yeah. And she's creepy too, especially when she starts yeah. putting the things on her back. She's
4: like, it's, "Oh it's, yeah, you it's, need this."
0: It it's kind of unnerving. Yeah, it's 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 super dark.
4: That was the best scene, I think, in terms of yeah. Like being dark and changing, and I think feel like that was her biggest temptation. Was that right there?
0: Well, that was her childhood. That's what. That's what she. That's what she's clinging on to. That. That's you know. They, they were trying to tempt her to waste time, so she could you know just remember remember all the beautiful things. Everything's okay. You're back in your room with all your toys. And it's just weird how in that scene that she starts like building her own baggage. Just it was like, amazing. Just that was like beautiful. that lady. Yeah, it was seriously crazy and cool. Yeah. The things that you own, man, they end up owning you, bro. Yeah, they They just weigh you down and you just carry them around all the time. And then you end up looking like this old thing.
3: <laughs> wow, I did not get any of that at all. See, Mike? It's deeper what? than you think, <laughs> motherfucker!
2: That was, like, really
1: telegraphed. You're like saying it, dialogue, you it, like it makes 100%. It.
3: it absolutely makes perfect sense. I did not pick up any of that at all. What? I, I mean, was just like... You just let it yeah, wash over back, you. she's back in her room. Cool.
2: <laughs> Mike, what were you doing? Were you were you That's doing laundry while you were
3: watching this? I, I think he was just like Dude, I'm over this movie. Th- like as <laughs> as a philosophy, I don't watch a movie and then do other things. Like I, my, my phone is in the other room, right? Like if I'm if I'm watching a fucking movie, I'm watching the movie. Like people who are like, "Oh yeah, no, this is a good movie to like watch and like do this or do that." Like, fuck you. Why are you watching a movie? Okay, watch so a TV then what's show your that you excuse? don't care about that. <laughs> Why did you pick this up? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, this is I, I I don't know my kids. Something this. about this, like it, it, just it just didn't <laughs> well, connect man, you with me. Look,
0: bro, it, there's I, there's so many things that you know in movies that kind of wash over you sometimes. I
2: don't know when, when when we we actually have characters that like it it you know it's like in the beginning when you're like oh hey she's wearing the princess dress and that's her that's her stepmom she's like the evil stepmom and then the yeah then the stepmom has to say I'm the evil stepmom. You know, it just right. kind of takes <laughs> out, like, the subtle metaphor that you were going for and just puts a fucking stamp on it that says, This is what we're doing.
0: Hey, it's Jim Henson. We make it easy.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
3: I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like, my by that time, it there's been so many, like, big giant stamps of this is exactly what we're saying that I had kind of turned my brain off and I wasn't, like, looking for subtleties.
4: This wasn't a subtle scene. It was like very. It was <laughs> okay. a kids movie, her, so it was like very obvious. Her adding obvious. baggage. <laughs> what?
3: No. I, well, no, okay, all right. Let, let me let me clarify a little bit. I didn't pick up on the fact that it was baggage, and she was adding baggage like the old trash lady. I was picking it up of like she's she's dealing with this. This is her childhood, and she's being she's having the old like thing the old trashy things from her childhood literally thrown in your face of like is this what you still want to be is this who you still want to be like do you want to just keep playing with toys for the rest of your life cuz you can you can stay here and you can play with the toys for the rest of your life i didn't take it as like you're adding baggage and you're just like picking up all the things that are just adding weight to your life so There's that's that's where i'm like that that's another level that's really interesting and i appreciate that that level of subtlety
0: yeah no doubt
2: do you appreciate that CGI owl and those
3: fucking credits Holy oh my shit. god how bad yeah. is that dude especially with like the 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 weird like mirror thing that keeps flipping yeah yeah what
0: what, um, what were they
2: trying to do was that like they were the owl was in the fucking labyrinth and the labyrinth was like reflective is that what that was supposed to be
3: i don't know if that was supposed no, no, to no, be no no no
0: no no that's specific, in, weren't but, they inside wait wait i think there was one of those moments where the reflection was the ball they were like inside the ball
2: yeah at one time but yeah. like the like don't don't they I mean, go there was, into like there were the, some
0: reflections.
2: There's a whole bunch, right? Everything's
0: yeah. the bro, the whole labyrinth is sparkly. Weren't you fucking looking? Yeah. Well the entire thing is I know, I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. But in the eyes watched that fever dream. Yeah, she,
3: when when she approaches the camera slash fourth wall slash audience perspective,
0: <laughs> hey, I said that earlier. Now come on, yeah, so I'm bringing it back around because it was really fucking Look, at I didn't get that fucking reaction.
2: I didn't hear it. I missed it. It went over my head.
0: Well, it was I hope when you listen back, I hope, when you, I hope when you, listen back that you laugh like that when you when you hear it.
1: I will. I'll give you a
0: delighted little schoolboy. Okay, good. Thank you. Continue, Mike.
3: Uh so at the end of that when she runs away and she like runs towards the audience perspective and then grabs the chair and throws it into the the, the camera and the whole thing just like breaks into a million pieces which was just a fucking amazing shot as oh, yeah, the, totally. in of itself I'm just saying that was like they introduced that that reflection concept in the credits of the owl <laughs> flying around
0: you know that's, and it was that's a recurring Jerick. theme he he's the overall seeing eye you can't do shit in that le- in that labyrinth without him like you know <laughs> Uh, without him without him knowing you know
3: you can't labor in the labyrinth
0: <laughs> but like talking about scenes that have have a meaning there's one really fucked up scary scene in this movie and that's when she runs across those things
3: that can rip their heads off oh yeah oh yeah and they're like why don't you rip your head off too
1: when the sun-
0: Yeah, they they try to come at her and, and take her head off, and they chase her, and they're super scary. But they're like these Jamaican birds that can <laughs> rip their heads off and dance, and, and they can like they can they can rip their hands off, and then they you know they they can regenerate. But it's all terribly composited, green screen spill, and all kinds of stuff. It's really bad. I yeah. should have cut it. Oh, but
2: because they they, they they didn't shoot it on green screen. They shot it on black.
3: Is that why there's so much spill? In, yeah, in weird I'm telling you, I'm seeing some shit. green spill in, in okay, some I, of that. it. It felt blue. It felt blue screen to me, but it's yeah. all in this black velvet. And they, I guess, I don't know what they were trying to do. Um, well, it's because all of every single one of those characters, they needed like a, a full puppeteer, like standing kind of thing. Like the, the, yeah, those to do all, all basic, the dancing and all yeah, the to weird. Do the, to do the dancing the same way to have it riding be, each other and yeah, remotely close to the same size as. as Jennifer Connelly so that I can interact with her a few times like yeah you, you could see like the puppeteer moving their arms sorts of like kinds of movements yeah I don't yeah, I don't know why there's, they did that that way
0: there's one super impressive one though when when they're kicking the head around and then it you see it in the same shot it like lands on the shoulders and then like wakes up and starts singing
3: yeah, it, it lands this way and then comes back forward or something like
0: that. Yeah, it, it lands. It like you know, it's separated from the body and then it lands and then it comes to life yeah. and it starts singing. I was like, that, oh, was that was another really one good.
3: of those those moments that I kind of recognized. Like, they, they did the the Texas switch a couple times in that same scene, and then when it lands on the head, it's a cut and it's it's like backwards and then it comes forward. So there's like it lands on the head, but it's just sitting on top, and then there's another one that comes forward for the actual like movement. It's just really, really brilliant shot design. It's for well sure.
0: done. It's extremely well done. Most of that scene looks like shit, but there's some like really great moments <laughs> in it, <laughs> and especially at the end of it. By the time that you have like gone through the like stress of watching that scene, um, like by the time you get to the end of it, like where she's running away, you're so the anxiety is so up. Like where they're like coming at her to, to, to rip her head off because she had to rip all of their heads off, and they're like, hey you can't rip somebody else's head off. That's against the rules. And they so they, like, run at her. Like, dude, yeah, those things are scary, dude.
2: Man, I, I didn't get any fear <laughs> at that
0: at all. I was just and I tell you, I, I, I'm telling you, my, I'm giving you my kid, like, you know, my kid experience as a kid, the, you know, watching the it. They're like,
2: hey, well, you can't rip – you have to take your own head off. You can't just rip off other people's – I'm like, well, you guys were yeah. just fucking playing sports with each other's fucking heads. no, what no. you no, you can, you,
0: can, you can rip your head off and kick it around or whatever, but
3: – okay. Yeah, all right. It was a weird kid. It's, it's a golf ball. But you so these are, the, okay. these are the rules. Can we talk about this for a second? These are the <laughs> rules in this movie that keep changing. This is another one of the problems that uh. I kind of had with it, which it, the, the movie goes to such lengths to establish its own rules just so that it can break them. And not like in a, uh, oh, let's you know kind of subvert the rules that we're establishing. It literally, it just doesn't care. It doesn't care about the rules that it sets up for its own universe. Did anybody else feel that, or was that just example? Me? Do you have one? Like, I mean, I, I, it follows dream logic mostly. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's kind of my point. Like, that that's that's where it's like, all right, it's dream logic because the whole movie is a fucking fever dream. So anything can happen, and because anything can happen, like everything happens, and when everything happens, nothing happens. That's kind of the feel that I get from it. Like it's it's just like okay, okay like so she's she's clearly not gonna die. She's in literally no danger because you know, it's a fucking fever dream. Yeah. I, I, I So do, this this was part yeah, of my struggle to to really connect with like, oh, she is she gonna make it? Is she gonna do it right? Like climb over the fucking wall. Like why are you running for three hours in one direction? Climb the wall climb and climb across the, the, the top. fucking wall. <laughs> Like, at what point are you are you going to like subvert your own like? Oh, it's a maze. Climb the wall. You you guys okay. are the
2: same ones that are like, where? Why didn't they just fucking ride the eagles and Lord of the Rings all the way yes. to fucking Mount? I did say 100%. that. A hundred percent
0: said that. Absolutely. Where are we? Because at the okay. end of that, at the end of that, where you're like, where the eagles come and take it? You're like, wait, where the fuck were you guys? <laughs> like... A uh, year ago, <laughs> I the plane. What the
2: fuck? <laughs> Sorry, we had to take uh, Ted's mom uh, to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> what your birds? What? <laughs>
0: we lost all our friends. <laughs> um, how do they? Um, how do they do that? Like rotating. When we're in M. C. Escher world, where all the staircases are, and then David Bowie's walking upside down, and then he like rotates up to the level before. I think, I think that, all
3: those shots; those were dummies.
2: No, they actually built a apparatus for David Bowie to do that. It's like a little board.
0: Really?
3: Yeah, that's, wait, really? Yeah, because that totally his... does not look like an actual person. Yeah.
0: What do you mean? I think it looks great, Mike. I don't think it looks I, like a dummy at all. The
3: one that's
2: I, th- there's one that looks kind of weird, but I think it's because it's in reverse. Like, it's the one where... Well, they did
3: several several reverse shots where they played stuff backwards, which worked really, really well. Like, they did at least... I counted five oh, or like, six. Like, like, like where the ball bounces the movie, up the stairs yeah, to, to the baby. baby. Exactly. And, 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 like,
0: how'd they get this baby to do so much that they yeah. did? It's pretty crazy.
3: That was the... Uh, Best actor um, of the
0: movie is the baby.
3: That was <laughs> the, the fraud guy. The concept designer, his baby. Yes, it was. Yeah, he was, like, oh. a year and a half, two years old, something like that. Yeah. Stunt baby. And apparently, like... So in in the the first scene when he's with the Goblin King and they're doing that first music video or whatever, and the kid looks like he's just getting traumatized for life, yeah. with with all the <laughs> shit happening around yeah, him, all these
0: demons around him.
3: Yeah, uh, apparently he was he was like just having a ball of a time, like he he wasn't sad I at all. I have to say that, so, Mike. No, this. <laughs> they were like they were like, he was having so much fun we had to wait for un, for him to be like ready to go take nap time so that we could get him to actually cry in camera
0: how did they make him cry for that whole monologue that she gives in that first scene where she's like just totally like fuck you you're not my brother well he's know? a baby
4: Jared I mean they probably pinch him honestly
0: they probably like gave him that bear and took it from <laughs> him yeah
3: you know, like here's, here's your candy now we've stolen it from you like taking candy action from a baby <laughs> It's the PG
2: version of Saul, with a toddler. That's it. That's it. You want to play a
1: game? (laughs) Can you reach the lollipop in time?
0: He's like, he's like, he's like, fear me, (laughs) love me, do as I say, and I will be your slave.
3: Yeah, what is what is that about? (laughs) Do as I say, and I will. Wait, what? Join us. Nothing for
2: you there. Or die.
3: together we can rule the galaxy as wait that's not the same. Oh,
2: you know? <laughs> uh, we do got to bring up the this movie had a gigantic uh budget. It had a 25 25- Thought you were about to say codpiece. Go ahead. <laughs> it did have a giant codpiece. You're not wrong. Uh You're not wrong. Budget was 25 million dollars. Um,
0: wow, that's impressive.
2: Yeah. Put that in perspective. Is everything they did? Aliens was well, no that's a lot, man. Uh Aliens that's at the same time, that was a 20 million dollar movie really yeah
3: uh aliens the second one yeah the second Bro. one james cameron did holy shit but all this is so
0: all this practical built stuff all these sets like all there's these a lot creatures, of creatures that's that's a lot of creature I design i think that that's pretty that's a good budget man
2: well it only made 12.9 oh, okay. yeah. million 12.9 <laughs> Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Is it that, that's like, worldwide what about, total? That's worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I
0: honestly believe that this movie was made uh, in uh, DVDs, like you know, VHS sales, like probably sold the shit out of this movie. This movie probably gained audience way later.
4: Yeah, this has become I'm such sure. a cult classic. I yeah. like everyone knows this movie and it has such a strong following.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think Jim Henson made he made the money back eventually. You think so? Oh, yeah,
4: yeah,
0: has to, man.
2: I don't know, man. Never made. Uh, he never directed another feature after yeah, this. This was his last one. Yeah, this kind of hurt him a little bit. Hurt his hurt his feelings. You know, people didn't show up to his movie. He was like, guys, I made art here. He didn't direct any of those Muppet movies. Not no, no not he any did, of the he did ones like after the, this.
3: The, the first wow. one.
4: I mean, it might not have been because of box office. It could just be that he was tired of you know having to go through so many script revisions and having to go through so many, like if he wanted to tell darker stories with the Dark Crystal and with Labyrinth it, and it was getting watered down, I mean, that's enough to not want to make another movie.
2: Well, I think he wanted to make another one. Uh, you know, it, it, the I don't know, working on these movies, like they were talking about like they spent like four or five years like working on each one of these. And it's just like, oh, my God, man, that is a serious time commitment.
3: Yeah, it is. I mean, with all the character design and the concept design, like even beyond the, if you take two years just to develop the story and then you have another year and a half or two years to do all the concept design and the character design and then a year for the movie itself. Like that's the, if you think about it like that, that's not a lot of time because he's also, he's not just doing this one movie by itself. He was also doing the TV shows and other things.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he had a whole uh, TV studio company, wasn't it? What was it? Yeah. Jim Henson TV. Stu- I forget what it was. It had his name Jim in it. Henson Studios.
3: Oh, there you go. He's a busy guy.
0: If you go, if you're in L.A. and you go and you find the Henson Studios, it's actually the old Charlie Chaplin Studios. Um, so no shit. Outside. Yeah, so when you go by there, there's a giant uh, Kermit, the, Kermit the Frog, and he's got a top hat and a cane just like uh, Chaplin. That's cool. Yeah. Or Mr. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Salty.
3: Uh, the studio would be cool to visit. Apparently they were filming this this movie at the same time that uh, Ridley Scott was doing Legend in like neighboring studios, which is when um, – uh, is it Brian Henson? What's Jim's son's name? Yes, Brian? Brian. Yeah. Brian. That's, that's when he met the Sia chick from Legend who became his future wife.
0: Um. Did you guys notice that the close up of Toby at the end, uh, when Sarah like gives him the, she's like, you know, you can have Lancelot for now, you know, he's he's your teddy bear now. The close up of of Toby, if you look at the hands that gives him the teddy bear, it's not her, it's the mom's hands.
3: Oh, is it really? That makes sense.
0: I'm not. I I just something that I noticed. If you look at If you look at her hands, uh, she's got like uh, like designer press-on fingernails, and then when you cut back to Sarah, she doesn't she doesn't have long nails at all; they're all short. But all the but but like you know, so it makes me think that there's an alternate ending where Mom puts the baby into the cradle and gives him the bear because it's totally not her hands.
3: Yeah, that could have been something that they fixed in post, for sure. Ooh, let's let's get the alternate uh, Indian theory going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she she, ru- she runs off with the Goblin King, and she's like, you just have to let my, my, my brother go, and I'll stay with you forever. And
2: wait, wait, hold well, up. Kim, the okay. mom leaves? <laughs> the, the no, mom no, leaves no. The mom leaves with David Bowie? He's no. like, fuck you guys. <laughs> 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 I'm going to come like, bring in some age-appropriate shit in oh, here. Oh,
3: <laughs> man. Sucks for that dad. Been left twice, the same David <laughs> Bowie. One of them isn't even real. Jennifer Connelly, you stay here. You're gonna get ass ass later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <sighs> oh, sorry. Right. I had to make a record for Dream Job. Yeah, you had to. Can't leave it hanging. So when when the parents got home, and you hear the the stepmom shout up the stairs to Jennifer Connelly's character, she's like, "Are you home?" It bothered me so much. It was really? like how you're you literally said at the beginning of the movie you're gonna get home at midnight. You get home, you don't go up the stairs, you're shouting, Are you home? Not are you asleep? Is everything okay? Are you home? Check I on the baby. It, I get it for the sake of like you you need to have have like the story moment of like she's just gone on this giant journey and now she's actually back in reality. She's home, right? Or is she? Yes, are I'm you home. awake? Makes so much more sense. Are you awake? Yes, I'm awake. That does the same thing for the story-wise. Are you home? What fucking parent is going to get home and have their, like, stepdaughter, who's been watching their fucking baby for the past, like, four or five hours, are you home? You're not home? Oh, damn. Well, I hope the baby's okay. Fuck.
4: What? (laughs) Well, who yells in a house with the baby, like?
3: Thank you. Also, yes, thank you. (laughs) That is real truth.
4: (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe if there was an alternate ending with the mom, I mean, maybe they had some sort of horrible, like, cheesy cliche scene where, like, the, you know, there's some, they apologize to each other and the mom is like, I'm sorry that I hate your Renaissance stuff. And the daughter is like, <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't date more. And then she's like, but here, like, I'll give away Lancelot to this kid as a sign of, like, me being in the family or something and like maybe that and then you know passing
0: like, on her childhood yeah so she's, yeah she's growing up she pa- she leaves her childhood behind yeah to go be a woman and right. find her own David Bowie
4: yeah well you
0: know <laughs> sort of who, who do what
2: you do who I did find it weird like <sighs> When she's saying goodbye to everybody at the end, and they have that like weird dance party.
0: Yeah, everybody's like, "Fuck yeah!" Was all no, under-
2: you, gotta <laughs> end
3: the, you gotta end the movie on an upbeat note. Like, Dems, nothing else magic, was fun. No, Let's I'm, make that yeah, part I'm totally
2: fun. fine with that. But why the fuck were the bad guys there? What's up with the like
3: the goblins? Every- and-
2: everything's great.
3: No, Carl friends every- now. Every- yeah, yeah, know, everything is nice. awesome. When you find as a team, wait, that's who invited not- them?
0: <laughs> everybody's invited, man. Did you get the
2: memo? No goblins allowed. I don't know. It just. It it just kind of bothers me Especially like those uh, Fucking Muppets That were ripping their heads off Like
0: Yeah I was totally expecting Were those
3: guys in the scene too? Yeah Yeah.
0: He was like One of them was up on the dresser And it was kind of like Prowling like looking (laughs) I was waiting for it To like jump out And try to rip her head off Right there at the very end (laughs)
3: <laughs> Watch
0: out, Sarah. not that kind of movie, Jareth. It's, it's just wrapped around her head, and she's like, ah! <laughs> and, and it like cuts off. And then that would make more sense that that Jareth was outside the window as the fucking owl watching. Just like waiting he's like, for it. He, no, he, no, he's like, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's never over.
3: And then it becomes a horror movie.
0: The end? She's just, Question mark? She's just
3: destroyed. Question mark? <laughs> this is not Pan's Labyrinth. This is just Labyrinth.
0: Laberneth. The movie's got some really cool effects, like uh, they, they open up with that like uh, snake to, that turns into a scarf and then turns into the goblin. Oh yeah, that, that's that kind of cool. that's a super solid. neat. Um, I, I, they they do they do a really good job of like blending in shots. And there's one that's like super fucking seamless. So that was like the first one that we saw where they're like doing these things where you're seeing you're seeing the same shot, but there's an effect that's in it. You know what I mean, and and that one's kind of the snake one's a little sloppy because of how they had to do it. But there is one where Hoggle goes over, and they're down in the oubliette, and he picks a door up off the ground, and he like puts it up against the wall, and he opens it, and then like all the shit falls out, and he's like, ah it can't be right all the time we got the, like, the, the broom closet and he closes it and then he opens up the other side of yeah. it and, and, and now it's a pathway yeah. that was cool it's cool. so it's fucking, fucking seamless brilliant man how did they do that Brian?
2: <laughs> what do you mean bro? <laughs> you could see it in the shot you could even, like, I don't yeah. know yeah. Could no, you? It's,
3: yeah Yeah. No. So, so when he opens it from the left side and it's the broom closet that's like just a thing that's shoved up against the wall and then they but, pull that out when he closes the door
0: yeah, man. I don't know. Something it sells, behind and it. it's got the light. It totally
3: sells. It yeah, it sells
0: works. so well, man. Yeah. What What about what? There was no. There was no. I don't know. I, I got to watch it again. It, it got me this time. I was like, wow, that was really cool. No, it's a good moment. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was worth bringing up.
2: I yeah, I think my favorite like uh like effects moment is are the door
3: knockers. Man, I thought those held up so those well. Are, That's a those great are scene. So good. Yeah, man. They actually look like, like metal. Yeah. They do well. The sound effects help so much in that kind of thing. That's the sound is what sells that sort of deal. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, because
2: you you look at the faces and how, how like just how they move and they, they're so yeah. mobile, like and so expressive with the eyebrows and everything. It's just I don't know. You you think you'd be able to see like some kind of foam or rubber look, and they do a good job of hiding it.
0: Well, you know, and sure. the, but what's cool about that is like every single little thing. It's kind of like what uh, we were talking about earlier. Is like the the, the the characters the little creatures and things we come across they're all so well defined they actually have like i don't know they all have their own little thing you know you like yeah. you, you you know so much like between those two you know those two doorknockers hate each other because they've been there forever and they both know ev- you know everything about each other and you know so they they just kind of pick at each other you 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 get their relationship just in that one little minute scene that you get with them you know i, I love that it's it's well built character wise let's just say that,
2: that that's a good uh, moment too where you can kind of feel the mighty python
3: writing there
0: oh no yeah. doubt yeah you totally yeah. get that there yeah well there's <laughs> a lot one can of, talk like,
3: and the other can't listen it's <laughs> There's classic, a yeah.
0: there's a lot of like two door situations or like little things mm-hmm. that where she turns around and it pops up and, and there's something there that she has to get crossed um, that's a running it's a running thing in this movie
4: one of the things that i really liked the first i think this is the first time that you realize all the little creatures that are in the labyrinth is when she leans down and puts an arrow to mark which way she's going <laughs> and the little thing pops up and is like what the fuck why would someone so mad do this?
0: <laughs>
4: and he like flips it over because he's he's so pissed
0: like shaking his fist yeah he's like, ah! Hilarious. I swear to God, he says something about somebody's mama. He's like, your he does. Mama's... He says, he, he,
4: he says, your mom's a whale. Or
0: something
3: like that. Like... <laughs> Dude. And those, those are in the same shot. Like that sells really well. Like that. Yeah. That they somehow mad that out and have that little animation. That's like a miniature or something like those. Yeah. All it, there's three or four of those too. And they all work really well. I think we're at ratings here, guys.
0: I think we are. I think we've, we, we've hit the wall, Brian.
3: You've come to the end of how far you can go. You didn't. You didn't go left. You didn't go left. All right. Well, yeah. uh, usually don't go that
0: way.
2: Jared it's goes first. That. I'm. I'm gonna go first on ratings this time because uh, I'm not crazy about this movie, and I think you guys need to. You guys need to pitch an upsell on me this time, guys. I'm gonna give this a 5.5. Uh, Oof. Technical wow. stuff looks great. Performances are great. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, the music moments are great, but. Ah, there's just a lot. It's like fucking an hour and forty one minutes, man, and I fucking feel it. And it's an hour and forty one minutes. I should not feel the wrong time.
0: You're supposed to feel the length on this one, buddy. Ah man. And, you know, it's <laughs> part of the maze. It's part through. of it.
2: It's not the plot, yeah. you know, it's it's Wizard of Oz, you know. Uh, it's very it's Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz crossbred. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a very like easy to digest fantasy story, but it's just not told well. It's not – I don't think it's it's constructed well. It's not to the point of where it needed to be. Um, and it just – man, it just kind of holds the movie back. And I don't know. There's some style things that are just like – I don't know if all this works together all the
3: time. But I don't know. Who's next? I'm done. <laughs> I'll, I'll go next so that we can have a, an actual dynamic difference. Um, I'm going to give this a 4
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Your eyes can be so
2: cruel. (laughs) (laughs) Like Mike's rating is so cruel. Because
0: I can be so cruel.
3: Yeah, man. Like I just – there are so many things to love about it. And there are so many people in my life that have loved this movie and have have tried to convince me that this is just a phenomenal movie. And I now having watched it for a second time or more specifically for the first time because the first time I watched it, I actually didn't watch the whole thing because I fucking fell asleep. I almost fell asleep watching it again that 's kind of a big deal for me i don 't fall asleep watching movies even if it 's like two o'clock in the morning i can 't I physically can 't uh and that that to me is indicative of how much I just didn 't connect with any of the characters i didn 't uh or, or more specifically i didn 't connect with the the main characters the the story didn't didn 't hook me. If if I'm spending the whole movie like looking at oh that was an interesting shot or oh how do they do that I can figure that out or oh that was a good character design the story is just boring and it's just it just doesn't work. There's a lot of great things for this about this movie. Um, there's a lot of, of true brilliance that went into it. Just needed more time in the story stage, and I don't think it got it. Uh, I think maybe there was too many cooks or something. What whatever happened, it's just not coherent. And, it, and it, it brings all of the brilliance of, of the shot design and the character design and the, the conceptual design. It br- brings all of that solo because I just don't care.
2: I don't know. It kind of makes me like hate it that much more because it's like, God, <laughs> look at all these wa- wasted fucking, yeah. like, oh, all this awesome shit. Wasted. Just wasted on this mediocre fucking yep. bland vanilla crap. It's so vanilla. <laughs> wasted is
3: a really good word for it. Yeah. D- like David you spent so much time and effort and literal money. Why <laughs> couldn't you have just done something a little bit better that was actually a little bit more interesting? All right, come on. Somebody, somebody, somebody please, be positive. Please here. convince me that I'm wrong. <laughs> Who's going next? Come on. Okay, guys. I hear what
0: you're saying. And I appreciate your point of view. Uh, and, and actually, I think you've kind of like turned me a little bit. But this movie was a big deal in my childhood. I, I was super into... Jim Henson stuff and, and it was kind of neat like with how different and how dark it was and and then even getting into like teenage years looking back on it I don't know man it's just like it cool and then and then when I actually started getting into music and I started listening to David Bowie and all the weirdness of that so it was kind of neat to see the uh, a bit of a commercial side of David Bowie getting in and I don't know man <clears throat> I just I, I think I like the idea of Labyrinth more than the film itself at times I, I think that there's some really amazing scenes i think there's some iconic stuff watching labyrinth is kind of like being on a really bad set there's some really cool shit that happened but like when you look back on it it was better than you than it was does that make sense yeah uh
3: <laughs> so like your memory of it was better than like the, like the memory experience. of it is better
0: I, I totally like just kind of like how, how you were saying earlier that the what Brian was saying about the, the fight scene, the major battle, about that being the most Jim Henson thing, I think that's where the film really falls off and gets kind of like uber boring. I, th- I think that's the scenes that I've fallen asleep more watching that area. It's like that part of the film until it, you know we, until we get up to the to the you know, the bog of uh, eternal stench and the peach scene and all that. I think from that point to the end, it's got some really nice pace. But that little like, section right before that, man, it's just it's pretty bad. All of that being said all that being said i i I do enjoy things about this. I think a lot of it 's nostalgia i think I think a lot of it 's the imagery of it that I love more and then it 's interesting that, that that Mike was saying that this whole thing is kind of like a little series of vignettes of like moments well that 's coming from a person who is, has been doing nothing but little skits forever that that 's kind of what Jim mm. Henson does. He does mm. moments he, he's he 's reaching out to that, but I also think that his head. In his head he 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 's thinking that his audience is the Muppets. it is children, it is family, so he feels like he has to be uh, confined to this p g thing and I think that like knowing that, I think that really did hurt him I, I think I think he was trying to step out and be bold, but he he didn't he was even though the movie's about balls he didn't have enough <laughs> balls to step up and make it what it needed to be uh, all that being said i 'm still going to give the movie an eight that 's just because of my my love for it but uh if you would have asked me, uh, you know, a month ago, if we would be doing this movie, I'd have probably said no because of Brian. But, uh, and I would have said I would have probably still given it a ten. But uh, now, you know, <laughs> listening to all y'all's hate, um, it's brought me down to an eight. It's not hate; it's just know, confusion. <laughs> no, it's
3: it's okay. genuine hate. <laughs> I don't feel strongly <laughs> enough about it to hate. No, I'm kidding. All right, Kristen, what, 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 what are you doing here?
4: Well, I think that what this film does well, it does really, 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 really well. And that makes the film enjoyable to me. And I would definitely watch it again Um, just for the production design, the concept design, all the little creatures, their dialogue is so funny. I absolutely love the fact that it's moment to moment. And I mean, it, it is, it's just an adventure. It's not like a, a heavy plot. Like, I, I think what really, I think you're, I mean, it's not that it needs a plot. It's that it needs better actors in the main roles. I think um, Jennifer Connelly and David Bowie aren't that great, aren't that interesting, aren't that compelling. And I really, like I said, I hate the music and I don't think the costumes are that good. Um, So, uh, those aren't reasons enough for me to hate it because there's still so much that I absolutely enjoyed and if I had, you know, kids around, if I had, you know, younger people, like I would definitely put this on for them because I would, I wouldn't mind watching this again. I think, I just think it's, it's just fun. Um, And so I would give it a seven.
2: Okay, yeah, it is. It is fun. I'll give you that. My kids did really enjoy that, and we were, <laughs> we were all listening to this. I
0: meant to ask you that, Brian. Like, did you watch magic. this with your kids? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, were they bored? Did they fall uh, asleep? The
2: older one was a little bored. Yeah, he, he's twelve, so he's kind of like, uh, what? What are we watching Muppets for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching,
1: oh. bro.
4: I mean, that's kind of the, like, when the first time I watched it, I really, really liked it. And then I read kind of the intentions behind it and what they were trying to do. And that is what actually kind of made me not like it as much because I was like, no, you didn't succeed at all. Like, that, like, that, sorry, like, no. Uh, So, like, if you go into it with, like, any sort of, yeah, yeah, Jim Henson just didn't have the balls to make the movie that he wanted. Uh, And I don't know if that was his fault or maybe it was some somebody else's like maybe he like just couldn't I don't know like maybe there's just more stuff going on behind the scenes than we realized but that actually made me not like the movie as much when I read about the concepts behind it just like taking it face value like the first showing I, I thought it was great I loved it
3: so I don't know if my kids would like this like we we watched never-ending story a couple years ago and they they fucking loved it and that was my first time watching that as well um, so I'm excited to review that save it <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving that as a <laughs> comparative example of the fact that I don't think my stand kids down, like Jared, this. Movie. Stand down, down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but but to Kristen's point, and this is something I have thought about, about a lot, you know, since yesterday watching the movie, is is it seems like most of the things in the film need they need an explanation. Like it's like I read through all the trivia on IMDb and it, and it was like. It seemed like at least 30 or 40 percent of it was like, well, the novelization version of it, it explained <laughs> this. And I'm like, well, fuck that. If you need if you need a whole fucking novelization to explain something in your movie, it didn't work. Hold on. That, Let's talk and about and that Star Wars. My, that was my problem with <laughs> it. Mike <drop>. like, this <laughs> Talking about the prequel trilogy. Yes, I'll agree with you. Uh, oh, hold up, no, hold but, up. No, but you no, I'm talk talking about, about the, the new ones, dude. Yeah, you talk talking about the original trilogy, man. Come on.
0: Oh, even
2: that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm saying drop in Clone Wars much. Remember Obi Wan, New Hope? Come on now.
3: Just saying. It, implications implications of a larger universe is a whole different ballgame. Well, that's because, than because we didn't get the Labyrinth of sequel. The actual, that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. It's because people didn't get out I'm and saying. watch it. it. It seemed like there were so many like really, really interesting concepts that just either Either didn't come through, or it was director's bias, and like they knew what the fuck they were talking about because they have every iteration version of it. But then it just didn't make it into the final thing, or it was just like I spent I spent the whole movie not knowing what the hell's going on. It was it was like, it, it felt like I don't like somebody that, man. like this, this was, was a m-
2: kids film. Like how can you <laughs> say Mike. that, Mike? What?
3: I, I think you, I think your hate for
0: it was clouding you. Yeah, dude.
2: Like, I mean, it was like literally. Like when you go back like, and watch this again, like, you're gonna see how movie. everything is literally <laughs> telegraphed, like in flashing goddamn neon lights, like. Hello, this is what's going on right now. It's what? No.
3: I'm telling you, man. Go, you go back and watch it. Like it's oh, it's so hard. All right, all right. The right dialogue. I watched it. I watched it again. Watch, watch it, it with again. your
4: kids too, because they might pick up on more and That's they can fair. help you That's out. Fair.
3: <laughs> I might have just been so bored Sick that I just missed all of the telegraphed things. So.
2: <laughs> Labyrinth. Watch it with a second grader. All right. <laughs> And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew is spelled C R E W E. It's right, extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience follow you?
0: You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callan, or my other podcast, Torah Stories, on Apple Podcasts. But also, remember, Should you need us, just say so.
3: (laughs) And Mike, where can the audience follow you? Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. It's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Check me out. All right, Kristen,
2: where can they follow you?
4: Uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. Kristen is K-R-I-S-T-I-N.
2: I uh fully expect to see an Instagram picture with your hair completely teased.
4: That's not happening. <laughs> oh, disappointed. <laughs>
3: that was a that was a whole wig. It was a giant wig.
4: I have no interest in owning a giant wig like that. So it's <laughs> not happening.
3: <laughs> Are we still talking about David Bowie?
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh uh it it does break my heart to uh to say I dislike the the soundtrack. This is one of my favorite composers, Trevor Jones. Who we talked so greatly about on the last of Mohicans, right? Same guy. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Mm. I know it was the eighties. What are you gonna do? It was. I think he did a 80s. damn good
0: job. I think you can all go to hell. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, we're not gonna
2: play any of his score, and we're gonna
0: close out the show <laughs> 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 with Magic Dance.
2: Serves you fucking oh right. yeah,
0: please, thank you.
2: <laughs> Performed by David Bowie.
0: Hey guys, did you know that the male camel toe is actually called a moose knuckle? What? Wait, what? <laughs> you know, that, like David Bowie this entire time was rocking a moose a moose knuckle.
3: You had me head, male camel yeah, toe. The mouth. male
0: camel toe is called a moose knuckle, Brian.
2: How, how 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 much bigger is the moose than the camel?
1: I need a chart. Can I need a size it's comparison. It's just it's just
0: it's, it's just the knuckle. It's significantly. It's knuckle. just the knuckle. It's not a. The bro, moose. look. Yeah, it's the it's difference a between a uh, tangerine and a
2: watermelon is significant. I need this information.
0: We got some homework today.
1: You remind me of a babe, babe
0: with the power.
1: You do. You, do. you do, do, do what? My mute, the babe. I saw my baby cry before the babe. could cry. What could I do?
0: To the movie crew podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about labyrinth, labyrinth. Don't get lost
3: on the way there.
0: What
2: the hell was that?
0: <laughs> I heard someone say Labernith one time, and I think it's Labor- funny. That's
3: <laughs> what and
0: so I, th- I think. I think the whole time tonight I'm going to call it <laughs> Labernith. and I think we should just like just don't just don't call me on it. Let's just go was, with it. No.
3: <laughs> was this like a was this a blockbuster video? They were like, oh, did you oh, get that man. new uh, that new labyrinth movie? Have you seen the labyrinth? It's completely wrong on all
0: parts.